we've spent a lot of time in health uh, education in particular talking about lifespan, how long can you live? But a better point is health span. How long do you live free of disease and living a quality of life? 87% of Americans are metabolically dysfunctional, meaning that they're heading down the path of type 2 diabetes, of coronary artery disease, of a number of meta metabolic diseases. Welcome to the Mindfulness Experience podcast, where we dive deep into exploring the many facets of mindfulness and its impact on our daily lives. I'm your host, Keith Fiveson. And today we have the pleasure of speaking with one of the world's leading nutritional biochemists and experts on health optimization, Mr. Sean Wells. As a former chief clinical dietitian with over a decade of clinical experience, Sean has formulated over a thousand supplements, food beverages, and cosmeceuticals and patented 25 novel ingredients, making him known as the ingredient ingredientologist. He has also personally overcome various health issues and is now a world-renowned thought leader on mitochondrial health. With his practical and research-backed solutions, Sean has helped many health-conscious individuals better manage stress experiences greater for more greater resilience as well as energy. Before we dive into the conversation with Sean, I want to remind our listeners that the Mindfulness Experience is an official media partner with the Wonderland 2023 conference in Miami from November the 9th through the 11th. As a special offer, we offer a 20% discount using the Mindfulness 20 code when registering. Now let's get started with our guest, Sean Wells. Sean, Mr. Wells, how are you, sir? How are you doing? I'm doing wonderfully. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I had a little bit of a hard time with your <laughs> uh, make, making you well known as an ingredientologist. Yes, what, uh, no worries. <laughs> what is that? What is an ingredientologist? It's a new word for me. Uh, a scientist of ingredients. That's, you know, I study ingredients, all kinds of compounds that occur naturally in nature. I also study uh, pharmaceutical compounds, um, really looking at metabolites and, and metabolic pathways. Uh, this stuff is all exciting to me. I've patented a bunch of ingredients, a lot of exciting ingredients that are um, in thousands of products that you're buying as you said, that are in food, beverage, uh, um, supplements, cosmeceuticals that are in all kinds of things all over the place. Wow. Wow. And uh, I, I really am excited about this time we have together because it's a real opportunity. I, I, I feel so privileged to have this opportunity to talk to you and to learn. And I feel like I'm going to really learn a lot from you. So, you know, I really want to thank you for being here. You are speaking at the Wonderland Conference, and I, I know that, uh, you know, you bring a lot of background and a lot of experience uh, with your background in nutritional biochemistry and health optimization. Can you tell us how you got started in the field and really kind of what drives your passion for it? Uh, well, I, I mean, it goes all the way back. My mom in the 70s was, uh, you know, championing Linus Pauling with uh, 
orthomolecular dosing of vitamin C and and that was like a huge thing at the time when up until that point we thought of vitamin C as preventing scurvy we didn't really think about vitamins being dosed high for all these other purposes this is kind of common thought now um, but back then a lot of this was just around preventing deficiencies and disease um, and that's where a lot of this changed for me uh, when I got sick, she would pull out the the tackle box. She sh uh, sold Shackley. I don't know if you know that brand. Oh, yeah, I remember Shackley? Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know there was like the Vital E that was like the whole food multivitamin, and and there was like even like a, a protein bar with superfoods in it. And this was in the '70s, so this was really ahead of the curve. And that's where my mom was. And so she started me down that path of, of really loving nutritional ingredients and, and looking into these compounds. And I remember getting like these encyclopedia type books that would go through some of these different herbs and vitamins and how they could be used to help disease pathologies or ailments. And I just found it all fascinating. Wow. Wow. So so you brought this and it just sort of culminated and this has been your passion and this has been really kind of your fun in some way, right? A hundred percent. This is this is one of those things that I work on uh, in my off time. I work on like Sunday night, I spent probably five hours just digging around in AI, Wikipedia, PubMed, just looking up different ingredients and mechanisms of action. It's just like, it's literally what I do with my free time. <laughs> And that's where, like, I feel happy that I've that I'm living my passion. Like, this is something that is my hobby, that is my job, that is my passion, and it's what I love to do. When people stop and ask me questions, uh, you know, if I'm on an airplane, if I'm walking through an airport, a mall, like whatever, mm -hmm. and they want to talk, I love talking about it. I'm never like, ah, you know, I hey, don't bother me. I'm on my free time. Mm -hmm. like, this is what I love. Mm, mm. And you, I mean, and you brought a lot of that passion and a lot of that energy into a book you've got called <laughs> The Energy Formula, right? And that's received yes. a lot of recognition, a lot of acclaim. Can you give us a little bit of a an overview as to what the book is about and some of the main principles around it? Yes. Yeah, so it's an acronym uh, for energy with experiment, nutrition, exercise, routines, growth, and your tribe. And these mm. are the six pillars of health and well-being that I go through to biohack or optimize your life to have more energy, to have more vitality. And it's really about the idea of health span versus lifespan. We've spent a lot of time in health uh, education in particular talking about lifespan, how long can you live? But a better point is health span, how long do you live free of disease and living a quality of life. So that's really important because it's not such a great life if we spend the last 25 years of our life in a nursing home uh, with dementia and in a wheelchair, you know? So th this is the kind of thing that we need to think through because 87% of Americans are metabolically dysfunctional, meaning that they're heading down the path of type 2 diabetes, of coronary artery disease, of a number of meta metabolic diseases. Mm -hmm. So this is something that I'm very concerned with. And this is one of the reasons why we're one of the top in terms of uh, our, our income, 
in America, we're one of the top in terms of health spending, but we're one of the last in terms of our uh, longevity, health span and lifespan. Mm. So, and that's problematic. So that's something that I'm looking into that I want to change, that I want to be a part of is improving that. Oh, wow. Well, you, you're really talking about, um, you know, for me, it, it, it really means so much what you're saying, because I'm a real believer in integrated health and wellness. Yes. Uh, you know, meditation, you know, taking care of your mind, your thoughts, you know, taking care of your body, physically moving, um, you know, your breath work, the ability to put in the right food, nutritional food, sleep and rest. You know, even relationships in your environment have a big impact. Let me ask you a question when you start looking at um, your book and, uh, you know, the, the formula that you provide there, um, when people get it and they start to read it and they start to give you feedback, what are some of the challenges that people might face, you know, as, as, as you start working with people and they start activating some of the, you know, some of the methodologies that you you know, you really espouse in this energy formula? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I think what we all run into is old habits that quote unquote die hard because there is such a thing as decision fatigue. So one thing I don't want to do is try and do too many things at once. And that doesn't make sense with the scientific method where you don't know what's actually working and not working. You need to like apply one thing at a time, make sure you do it for a couple of weeks, make sure it works for you because there's bio-individuality where we are unique. So anyone with their one size fits all is a marketer and does not care about you as a human being, hmm. including doctors. Right. So, you know, this <laughs> is important, but there's the idea of decision fatigue where it's harder to make new choices if we are already tired. Mm -hmm. So this is really important. When you're trying to make changes, getting enough sleep, mm -hmm. getting enough nutrition, getting enough recovery, keeping your stress levels down is really important. You have something that's called your stress bucket, the allostatic capacity in your body, and your resilience is down if that bucket is essentially overflowing. And a lot of what I cover in the book is about how to grow that bucket, how to grow your stress bucket to have greater allostatic capacity, greater resilience to make you harder to kill, so to speak, make you anti-fragile hmm. by growing that bucket. And a lot of that comes through the idea of the obstacle is the way, that kind of stoic mindset like Ryan Holiday, mm -hmm. but it's also the idea of hormesis hmm. where that stress that positive stress it's called a u stress eu stress mm -hmm. that positive stress is helping us adapt and grow stronger and we're, when we're not challenged when we don't have that challenge when we don't have that obstacle then we're not getting stronger we're actually getting weaker the body is saving energy it's mm -hmm. not going to expend it mm -hmm. it's going to conserve energy and make you weaker and more frail mm. So this is where, you know, having things easy for us is something that we're always seeking, mm -hmm. but it actually can work against us. So we need to think of ways to challenge ourselves. Just think about like, as, as Americans, for example, mm -hmm. you know, we're in this kind of 
68 to 72 degrees mm -hmm. kind of range all day, every day in our car, in our office, mm -hmm. in the house, in the apartment, wherever you are, mm -hmm. you're in this kind of held temperature mm -hmm. and it makes you weak. We're not getting exposed to cold like we used to. We're not getting exposed to heat like we used to. Mm. And there's all kinds of processes that take place that like elevate testosterone, that elevate growth hormone, that elevate heat shock proteins. And on this side, cold shock proteins and reduce inflammation and, and increase brown adipose tissue activation and increase metabolic rate. And all of these things are not happening. Mm when we're held so tightly. Right. Okay. So when, you know, when I hear you, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of new terms of taking notes and, you know, trying to go ahead and, and synthesize it all because, you know, certainly from a mindfulness viewpoint or from a, you know, uh, uh, an integrated health viewpoint, looking at the mind, body, soul, spirit connection, and looking at yeah. our environment, you know, I, I do believe we're sort of biospheres that really from a biopsychosocial viewpoint, we mm -hmm. can go ahead and heal ourselves. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that, what we hear is the cortisol rates, like your cortisol rate, cortisol burnout. And when I'm listening to you, I know that there's good stress and there's bad stress, right? Mm -hmm. And when I'm listening to you talk about allostatic capacity or EU stress, that also sort of triggers in me an, a, a question about the relationship to cortisol stress or cortisol burnout. And what I hear you saying is sort of opening the window of tolerance by looking at being able to expand the allostatic capacity or the EU stress. Am I hearing that right or do I understand? Yeah, exactly. Right? No, yeah, that's exactly right, Keith. So like if you, and this is in my book as a, as a diagram, but if you think of the bell curve, right? If you've seen that bell curve and, you know, out towards the tails, you have the, uh, you know, different standard deviations, right? But in that bell curve, as you're going up with the amount of stress and the amount of adaptation, there's that U stress again, that's spelled EU, mm -hmm. U stress. And then when you get to the very peak, there's a line that goes straight down the middle. This is the ultimate place of maximal adaptation for maximal healthy stress. And that's called the Goldilocks zone. Mm -hmm. And then as you go down the other side of that slope, the other side of that bell curve, it's distress. Mm -hmm. Now you've started entering into an area where it's too much stress for you right now. And this is true even of things that we think of as healthy EU stresses, U stresses, mm -hmm. things like, um, you know, fasting or the cold plunge or the sauna or, you know, the or ketogenic going to the diet. Or, or going to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> or, or working out or, you know, whatever. Like all those things right. we think of as positive stresses, right? Oh, okay. Not negative ones. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But if we're already stressed out, mm -hmm. if we already just lost our job, mm -hmm. if we already just, you know, got divorced, if we just uh, lost a loved one, mm -hmm. it's like now we're, our, our bucket's already full and those, what we thought are good stresses are just additional stresses and it's overflowing right now. So there mm -hmm. are times when these things can be good stresses, but there's times when they're just additional stress and it's distress. Mm -hmm. And you need to be mindful of these things. And this is where, again, it's not just uh, one size fits all for one person, but it's not even just 
one time fits all. Like you need to be mindful. And it's certainly something I go through in the book is right. opening it up to make sure that you understand you. A lot of us are so distracted and don't want to go internally, haven't done the internal work. We want to take a pill. We want to get a maybe an exercise. We want to like watch a video, mm -hmm. but it's like we're frightened to go internal. And this is where I think Wonderland can be very potent is doing that inner work. If you're scared to like lay in a, a float tank for an hour, if what? you're scared to be in meditation for an hour mm -hmm. because you don't like that inner voice, mm -hmm that it's more the inner critic than the inner champion. Like that's the, that's a big problem because your external world will not change until the internal world does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're really talking about introspection. You're talking about the ability to check in, to see what condition your condition is in. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, really understanding when you've hit that hyper aroused peak that uh you know goldilocks zone before yeah. you totally uh, uh don't move into distress where you move into hypo arousal and then you're totally wiped and you're trying to go ahead and recoup yourself or recover yourself and your book really helps individuals understand that and mm -hmm. then also understand the things that they can do to open up that window so that you can deal with you know, more stress or more tolerance, if you will, you know, make that Goldilocks zone, if you will, higher and higher and be able to really cope with life more effectively. Is that right? Exactly. So I, I start out the book more on the end of give them what they want. Mm -hmm. And by the end, I'm giving them what they need. So like the first letters are more like the biohacking. So it's the experiment. So we're going through all the different tests and, and meters and mm -hmm. things that you can do, then getting into nutrition, whether it's paleo, carnivore, you know, all these different things. And then getting into exercise and exercise hacks, high intensity interval training, blood flow restriction, all these different cool new uh, mm -hmm. science hacks around exercise and then routines gets into like sleep and circadian rhythm and these kinds of things. But towards the end, I get into growth and that stoic mindset. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, in your tribe, it's the people that you're putting around you. And when you mm -hmm. look at these blue zone cultures, when you have super centenarians, right. like they have amazing uh, community, community. Yeah. they have like a, a network that's holding them. Right. They have therapy essentially right. every time they have dinner. Right. right? And, right. and that's just not the way we have our culture set up. Mm -hmm. And it's so critical to know that you are a product of the five people that are, that are closest to you. So you need to be intentional mm -hmm. with what's getting in. Mm. There's people around you that are energy vampires or energy zombies right. that are just stealing your energy and stealing your well-being. Damn those people. Damn those people. <laughs> no, I wish them well far away from me. That's all. That's that's a better Agreed. approach. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> now, now, you know, your 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 insights are really wonderful. And I'm 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 so thrilled and so glad to hear them. And you know, you're not just sort of uh, you know, you're not just sort of sitting up at a at a podium you know, with your, your data. I mean, you're someone who has really lived your, you, you walk the talk and you, you've overcome various health issues, including, I understand Epstein-Barr virus, chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, depression, insomnia, obesity, and a pituitary tumor. Yeah. How have these experiences really informed your work? And 
I'm wondering what kind of advice you give to others that may be struggling with similar health challenges. I heard Deepak Chopra say recently, you know, you can believe the diagnosis, but not the prognosis. Hmm. Hmm. Wow, that's that's a deep thought. I I really like that. That's, yeah. that's yeah. very potent. <laughs> um, wow, I'm kind of chewing on that one. That's that's good. Thank you for sharing that. Um, absolutely, I I have been through a lot of health issues. I did suffer um, through, especially my childhood, uh, a lot of um, depression, suicidal thoughts. Um, it was a very difficult time, like both in my house and then at school being bullied. Um, so there was a lot of that going on and, and, um, and absolutely like it's mental health is a huge component of what I speak on today. And now I've been talking about psychedelics quite a bit over the last three years, um, been a huge shift for me, mm-hmm. uh, getting into deep psychedelic work, intentional work, certainly doing integration, which I think is key, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, this has been, um, very important for me to be vulnerable to be seen to have my hero's journey Mm -hmm. but now i want to tell this story where i am the mentor and they are the hero Mm -hmm. Um, you know and that's actually going into the marketing side of the hero's journey if you've read donald miller's building Uh, your story brand Mm -hmm. um i love that you know it's not about me being the star anymore I really want to bring people along and save people from having to go to the depths that I've been to in my uh, health crisis. Mm-hmm. So this is where it certainly gave me my passion. I would never want to change that at all. I never want to go back and change anything. I don't have regrets about anything. It's mm-hmm. all what got me here, what gave me my passion, what gave me my expertise, mm-hmm. and certainly gave me my empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad for all of it, but now I want to be the the Obi-Wan and and make them the Luke, or I want to be the Mr. Miyagi and and they can be the Daniel. (laughs) So Beautiful purpose, beautiful why as to why you're doing all this. So when someone is dealing with something, uh, what would you say to them if they're struggling? I mean, if they come to you and they they say, you know, Sean, um, you know, I'm dealing with fibromyalgia as well. What do do I do? What, you know, how do I, how do I deal with this? The doctors are telling me I don't have anything, but I, I certainly feel it. You know, I mean, first off, I I do get a lot of people that come to me with very heavy things. I I think they sense my empathy and they sense my vulnerability, Mm -hmm. especially after I talk um, and I get very vulnerable. Um, A lot of times I've I've cried on stage. Uh, It's just it's just real. This is a very real passion for me. I've almost taken my life three times. Mm. Um, So this is this isn't just um, you know, some side hustle or some uh, marketing babble like this is this is real. And there's people that are really on the edge of life. Mm-hmm. And I think when you look at kind of the the work of people like Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton, mm-hmm. uh, certainly that the mindset that you have and again, the, the environment around you is so critical. One of the first things that I would look at if someone's really sick and something's been ongoing and they have all these autoimmune conditions and their body's shutting down like mine was, mm-hmm. it was because I 
was in unhealthy environments, both externally and internally. I was gaslighting myself. I was abusing myself. I hated myself. Mm. Mm -hmm. I thought I was ugly. I thought I was fat. I thought I was gross. I thought I was like uh, a failure. I thought I would like never get out of, you know, kind of the my parents' basement kind of thing. You know, it's just, I thought I would never be successful mm. in whatever that is. Mm. And I think a lot of people are struggling with these kinds of things that have very unhealthy voices externally that are talking to them and internally as well, again, as that inner critic instead of the inner champion. Mm. That affects everything. Mm -hmm. So like, that's my question, you know, like maybe you go through a journey, even your psychedelic journey, you have all these epiphanies and your, and your mind is blown. And this is so exciting. I'm going to have this new shift in my life. But if you go back mm -hmm. and you go live the life that you were living and you're surrounded by toxicity, mm -hmm. you will not change. And matter of fact, I believe it's even worse because now you're very clear on your truth mm -hmm. and you're not living it. Right, right. And now you feel like that cognitive dissonance, right? Right. And and that puts you in a very dark place. I think it's even worse than had you not done the journey and gotten the epiphany mm. around this whole thing. So this is where it's so critical that when you decide that things are really going to change, mm -hmm. it's time to clean house internally and externally. It's time to you know, pour out the, the liquor bottles or whatever it is that, that are your demons. It's time to get these three people that are just toxic all the time, saying this negative stuff away from you, move to a different location, get a different job, find a different mm -hmm. lover, significant other, you know, whatever it is, if they're toxic, you need to clear it out mm -hmm. and get aligned with your truth. Mm -hmm. So what I, if I, if I can, really kind of put that into a, a another truism if you will you know from the as below so above as above mm. so below you know from the microcosm to the macrocosm you know mm. uh if you want to change your story if you want to change your life change your story right Oof, yeah if you want if you want to go ahead and you know uh do it but there's no one else that's going to do it except for you so therein lies the hero, therein lies the challenge, therein lies the commitment, and the nature of commitment is challenge. So be prepared to be challenged and do the work that you need to do because no one else is going to do it. You have to be the hero of your own journey. Yeah. Excellent. I, I love it. <laughs> I should be interviewing you. <laughs> no, no, we're, I, I like the fact that we're really very, very much aligned and you've got so much insight and so much expertise. Your one area of expertise is this mitochondrial health. And for our listeners who may not be familiar with this concept, can you explain what you know it is and its importance in the overall health and wellness area for well-being? What is that all about? Yeah, so the mitochondria, this is going back to that um, you know, seventh grade biology. It was like that little powerhouse, little factory of the cell that makes that currency of energy for your body, ATP, adenosine triphosphate, if you remember all that kind of stuff. And we're told in biology, there's like one little organelle called the mitochondria. And actually in reality, in very energy dependent cells, like heart cells, cardiomyocyte, mm -hmm. there's up to 5,000 mitochondria. Mm. Um, so energy dependent cells, like in the brain, in the heart, 
these brown adipose tissue cells that are really important to metabolism thermogenesis mm -hmm. uh, these have a lot of mitochondria in them mm -hmm. but regardless this idea of energy is so critical if you want to have more energy for life if you want to have more resilience mm -hmm. you need more energy in your cells mm. So it's very simple that the idea, like the energy formula, where do you start in your mitochondria? Hmm. This is so key to the idea of biological aging over chronological aging. Like some people look younger than their age and look older than their age hmm. because of mitochondrial dysfunction. Mm -hmm. And some people have like really good mitochondrial function and even mitochondrial biogenesis where they're creating more mitochondria through that positive stress mm -hmm. which is actually called mitohormesis mm -hmm. and it's really key to having more energy to deal with stresses in your life mm -hmm. when you're running low on that energy you get into a state called insufficient cellular energy it's called mm -hmm. ice is the acronym in research and that causes oxidation glycation inflammation essentially disease pathology mm -hmm. and and pro-aging mm. so this is like how you start heading down this path of disease mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so because it's because these mitochondria are not functioning properly and because you don't have enough of mm -hmm. them Hmm. So I like looking at things that positively stress the mitochondria, that create new mitochondria, that support mitochondria making ATP. Hmm. Wow. Well, you said a lot there. I'm not sure I understood it all, uh, but I did write down some, you know, I, th I think the whole area of ice and uh, really understanding from a mitochondria viewpoint. Now, let me ask you if there's, are there, when we talk about zombie cells, you know, that, that stay in the body. Is there a, a relationship between mitochondria and the zombie cells or is sure. there, yeah. Tell me, tell, sure. me, tell uh, us a yeah, little bit yeah. about that. Those are, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's when you have decay of the cell and it actually is signaling other cells like senescent cells. It's signaling other cells to actually go down this disease and death process mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. well, which is a really bad place to be. I mean, it, it kind of reminds me of the idea. There's a study um, where someone within 20 feet of your desk, mm -hmm. if they're a poor worker with a poor attitude, it decreases your quality of work by 42%. Wow. If they're a good worker, wow. it increases your productivity by 21%. Mm. So, wow. you know, negative effects more than positive, but they both have an effect. And this is true, like even of these cells, they kind of signal each other or like think of like how birds are like all flock together and one of them like, you know, shoots off like off the tree, then like they all kind of do. Uh, it's the same idea that, you know, there's signaling, there's constant signaling that's going on in the body. Like a lot of these tissues have crosstalk, like muscle and bone and, and fat all are constantly talking to each other and remodeling. Mm. And so they're telling each other like, Hey, it's time to start dying. It's time to start mm. going down this disease process. Mm -hmm. It's time to let this jerk know mm -hmm. that he's not living a healthy life and right. give him all the signals. Mm. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. It serves a purpose, right? Yeah. The body keeps store. Yeah, for That's sure. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So like, you know, I would imagine that many people struggle, you know, to go ahead and manage their stress and find ways of improving their resilience and energy levels. 
And, you know, I'm just wondering what are some practical research backed strategies that you might recommend to our listeners? You know, I certainly it's not hanging out with bad people, watching bad TV, eating bad food, you know, all of that. But what are some of the things that you might recommend? To improve mitochondrial health and have more yeah, energy. So, yeah, to improve yeah. mitochondrial health or manage stress more effectively or find ways to improve their overall resilience and energy levels. Well, some of the blue zone ideas are going to be important mm -hmm. here where you slow down, mm -hmm. that you're more mindful, that you are present when you're having a meal, present mm -hmm. when you're connecting with people, put your phone away mm -hmm. and be present connect on a deep level. It's not about quantity of time. It's about quality of time. Mm. And it's about connecting on that deep soulful level mm -hmm. and fellowshipping with the people mm -hmm. around you, fellowshipping even with yourself, mm. instead of just constantly being distracted and scared to go internal or even scared to go external. Now people mm. are scared to even talk to other people now. Yeah, to say hello, right? uh, to shake yeah, hands. To, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So those things are critical. Mm -hmm. uh, also, obviously cleaning up your diet. Look, there's a lot of different approaches like carnivore, vegan, paleo, whatever, whatever. The thing that's most important is eat whole food. Get away from ultra processed food that's got all these additional chemicals in them, things that you've never heard of, things that aren't healthy for us. Yeah, with, a, a, with a shelf a life for 20 years, like French yeah, fries, exactly. you know, you can eat them 20 years exactly. later. Exactly. <laughs> they also have substances in them that trigger your bliss point. So mm. it actually causes like a food gasm in your brain to trigger dopamine and serotonin mm. because mm. they put all these chemicals in them to do that, to override satiety, which means makes you eat more. Mm. Mm -hmm. So these foods are not healthy for you on multiple levels. Mm -hmm. So clean that up, obviously move your body. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you don't have to be a pro crossfitter, but find ways to just move your body to exercise a little bit more. But just if you can go out and walk, mm -hmm. get in nature, do some forest bathing, sun gazing, mm -hmm. you know, connect with mother nature. It's so important. Mm -hmm. If you can ground, get your bare feet in the grass and the dirt. Mm -hmm. uh, that's amazing for your health as well. Um, and then look again, connect with the right people, get the wrong people out. Like we mm -hmm. talked about. Mm -hmm. And I also want to say that that stoic mindset is, is critical where you think the obstacle is the way don't look for mm -hmm. shortcuts around that obstacle. Mm -hmm. Don't wish for no obstacle. Mm -hmm. Be blessed that you have that obstacle. It's kind of like, I think there's like some Bible verse about like, you know, like, you know, don't it's like it's like grant me more strength don't take away the things that are you know that require the strength like grant mm -hmm. me more strength mm -hmm. and that's what happens we get stronger right mm -hmm. so that's so important and then lastly i love to talk about supplements so i could always talk about those um, oh, good good well you know you form let me interject you formulated over a thousand supplements mm -hmm. and you know you've been involved with food beverages Cosmeceuticals. Can you tell us about any particular for formulation or patented ingredient that you're most proud of and the benefits it might offer? Uh, absolutely. Uh, there, there, <laughs> there's a couple like I, I'd speak too quick on mitochondrial health. Mm -hmm. um, polyphenols, which are all rich, there, there's certain compounds that are present in these 
foods and beverages that we all mm -hmm. uh, love to have uh, that are that are again like whole foods that are present in nature again when you go back to these really healthy foods you'll get high polyphenols and when we look at the blue zones of course, they're rich with them because they are eating whole food. They are eating healthy. Mm -hmm. And we see foods like uh, with onions and apples, you have quercetin. With red wine and grapes, you have resveratrol, pterostilbene and blueberries, catechins mm -hmm. that are in uh, chocolate, mm -hmm. uh, fisetin is in strawberries, apigenin in, in parsley. There's all these amazing anti-aging compounds. They mm -hmm. help with blood sugar, blood pressure, improved neuroplasticity in the brain, keeping the brain young. These are powerful compounds. So I love getting some of these compounds additionally in supplementation. The one polyphenol that they found to be the most powerful mm. is fisetin. Mm -hmm. And that is F-I-S-E-T-I-N. And it is found in strawberries. Mm. And that's a really great one to take maybe during the day sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then apigenin, Mm -hmm. kind of has a, a sedative effect and is a really good one too. So I like taking that one at night. Mm -hmm. And these are powerful anti-aging compounds. And what they do, one of the effects they have is also inhibiting an enzyme that breaks down NAD. And mm -hmm. NAD is important in this Krebs cycle, that ATP crank, right? So it's really important uh, involving NAD to NADH and, and mm -hmm. inhibiting NADAs, the enzyme that breaks down NAD, keeps more circulating NAD to make more ATP. Mm -hmm. So this is really important in this idea of anti-aging, anti-disease, having more energy, feeling younger, mm -hmm. is getting more of these polyphenols. And in particular, I love those two. Mm -hmm. So, Lastly, I'll talk about an ingredient I'm really excited about. I've done several ingredients on energy because yeah. I never responded well <laughs> to caffeine. Mm -hmm. I'm what's called a slow metabolizer, the CYP1A2 gene mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. cytochrome P450 liver uh, pathway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't deal with caffeine well. Please. So I ended up working on two ingredients that got very popular, T-Crene and Dynamine, it's Theocrine and Methylibrine that are in tons and tons of pre-workouts, nootropics, fat burners. And now I've just come out with one with my team called Infinity with an E-N, Infinity, like infinite energy. Mm -hmm. And it's an ingredient called Parazanthine that's a metabolite of caffeine. And it really has solved the, the issues that people are having metabolizing caffeine by skipping mm -hmm. caffeine altogether mm -hmm. and really going to the thing that gives us the euphoria, the energy, the mood, the well-being, and mm -hmm. skipping that toxicity, skipping mm -hmm. some of those other metabolites like theophylline, which is fairly toxic and a lot of side effects, theobromine. You're skipping all of that and going right to this one ingredient called perizanthine that does happen in the body but the problem is when you're a slow metabolizer, you're stuck with caffeine and these other ingredients, and it's kind of a drip drop to get slowly to this perizanthine. And the problem there is that if you're a slow metabolizer, you may have caffeine and still three days later, it's in your system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We can have a difference between one and a half hour for a half-life and 10 and a half hours between fast and slow metabolizers. So huge variance with mm -hmm. caffeine. We all think we're kind of experiencing it the same. 
-hmm. We're not. It's dramatically different. And for mm -hmm. some of us, it's really toxic and a lot of side effects. Mm -hmm. So this is fixing that, bypassing that. And it's actually, we're showing in our studies that it's improving brain health. It's improving mm -hmm. glutathione and catalase, these key antioxidants, improving neuroplasticity mm -hmm. with what's called BDNF, brain-derived neurotrophic mm -hmm. factor, mm -hmm. increasing nitric oxide to the mm -hmm. brain, decreasing mm -hmm. beta amyloid plaque, like all of these things we're seeing like, and of, and of course, wakefulness through what's called adenosine inhibition. Hmm. So it's just improving your energy and your brain health. And we're just super excited about like the, hmm. the response that we're getting because so many people were struggling hmm. with caffeine and didn't even know it. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I um, myself gave up caffeine about three weeks ago. It's the second time okay. I dropped it for about a year or two and then went back on it. And uh, I'm finding that actually when I wake up in, my, in the morning, my energy levels are much better. But I'm also curious because I, I take cacao. I take raw cacao in a shake and, you know, no sugar. and It's just unprocessed. But then looking at infinity, um, this paracentine, um, mm -hmm. the idea of using that, is that like a, as a replacement to a coffee or is it in addition to helping you to digest the coffee more um, effectively, I'm just trying to understand. No, it's a replacement. Um, so oh, okay, it's the metabolite of caffeine. Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't want to take caffeine with it. With it's it. It's just okay. a much cleaner experience. So, mm -hmm. you know, kick the caffeine to the curb. That was kind of 1.0. This is kind of caffeine 2.0. We call it caffeine evolved. So it's a, just a, a, a substitution entirely, but you'll feel way better on it and get much better sleep. I promise that. We're seeing much better hrvs better recovery scores all that kind of stuff so really exciting stuff sorry about the alarm apparently we got some sort of emergency alert over here uh, and uh... yes <laughs> yes i saw that too i i it's, you did it's going it well. all across the nation actually they're testing it across the entire nation so oh, goodness. all okay. of us all right so you got it as well so yeah. uh, so looking at infinity and looking at paracentine, this is something that people can check out if they want to kick the coffee habit, if they want to go ahead and still get energized and still go ahead and get that wakeful, interconnected feeling that their free prefrontal cortex is online. They can go ahead and, and, and be awake and be alive and be energized. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You got it. And right. it's in uh, it's in a bunch of products and growing every day. Yeah. Excellent. So um, I'm just wondering, lastly, uh, when we start looking at what's next for you, the projects that you're up to, the things that you're doing, um, you know, and, you know, I, I know this Infinity product is, is very exciting. I'm just wondering if, you know, people want to get a hold of you or they want to go ahead and get more involved in this area and want to speak to you, perhaps. I mean, do you yeah. provide do you provide coaching? Do you provide one on one work? How do you how do you uh, help people, you know, on the on the ground level uh, to go ahead and help them as the advisor, the mentor, the coach, to help them really achieve the kind of goals that they want to? Yeah, I've worked with celebrities one on one um, and uh, some some wealthy, prominent people, but typically, uh, you know, I have my book, I have all my materials, my Instagram, all my videos on YouTube, uh, where I have tons of content. Next year. I am coming out with, I think about mm, somewhere around April, May, June, I should have my energy formula 
video chorus out. Hmm. Uh, as well as I'm working with Mind Valley, I will have a supplement expert uh, quest out. They call it the, their author's quests on there. So I'll be going through really understanding supplements, doing a deep dive into supplement stacks. So mm-hmm. I'll have a chorus out with Mind Valley. I'll have a chorus out for the energy formula coming out. Obviously, Infinity is is doing big things. I have uh, 25 ingredients. I got about 25 more kind of underway. Mm-hmm. I continue to formulate for a lot of companies with my company Zone Halo, uh, zonehalo.com. You can go to seanwells.com to check out my newsletter or to have me speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are all things that I enjoy. And then energyformula.com is my book where there's the soft cover, hard cover, audible ebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, soon I'll have a course. Great, great. And I also just to add on to that, I know that you've been featured in some uh, documentaries and some other podcasts. And what are some of the documentaries that people might go ahead and refer to? If, uh, if uh, there's yeah, thank you. There's supplements revealed, uh, mm-hmm. the answer to cancer. Uh, and then psychedelics revealed was a really fun one where I, I dived into my my story and went pretty deep on uh, some very raw stuff on mental mm-hmm. health on psychedelics and then we got to dive into my supplement stacks that are very mm-hmm. unique that I've trademarked that have some patents around four different psychedelics. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, along that line, um, I just want to uh, get one more. Um, tidbit from you and one more thought if you don't mind um as we start talking about psychedelics because we will be talking about psychedelics at the wonderland conference yeah and uh you know just the whole notion of uh we start talking about trauma and we start looking at ways of effectively dealing with trauma while we can go ahead and clean the house as well as we can and go ahead and take care of the garden if the foundation it has a crack in it and i call that trauma you know how do we is 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 it really going to be a a a really good house to live in and is it going to be a good place to live so i'm just wondering your thoughts in relationship to psychedelics trauma and the ability to then you know realign reboot reframe reset reframe and to be able to go ahead and work with these kind of supplements and the kind of lifestyle that you want because if you're not taking care of the inside the outside is certainly not gonna you know be in good shape what are your thoughts yeah so what i think is that psychotherapy Mm -hmm. is not really and this is this could get me into trouble is not really that effective overall i think it can prevent people from slipping further but one of the reasons it may not work often and again Mm -hmm. hear me out (laughs) is that we have the default mode network up We need our constructs. We need them to keep us safe. We need that trauma, like a backpack that we wear so tightly because who are we identity-wise without that trauma? And so this becomes something that we hold so tight and and becomes so ingrained into our identity Hmm. that we're often doing these kind of Neo in the matrix moves to prevent anything from getting in and really changing us. Mm -hmm. And when we're in depressed states, we have very low neuroplasticity. We stay in loops and we're not that cognitively resilient. We have low Mm -hmm. levels of that BDNF protein I was talking about. Mm -hmm. But when you're in psychedelics, guess what? You're turning off default mode network. Mm -hmm. You're turning up neuroplasticity. Mm. 
So mm -hmm. now you're in a place where you can hear the truth and you can change these routines in your operating system much easier. Mm -hmm. So this is where if you're just doing psychedelics without the psychotherapy, without the facilitator, mm -hmm. I don't know that it's all that effective. You know, often mm -hmm. it can create more mess than, mm -hmm. than maybe you planned on. And mm -hmm. likewise, when you're doing uh, psychotherapy without the psychedelics, it may not be all that effective for the reasons I've said. I'm not saying don't do it. Mm -hmm. like, that's not what I'm saying. Right. It certainly can prevent getting into worse places and it's important to connect to people and have these conversations. But together, very, very, very powerful. Mm. When you have that guidance, when someone is facilitating you, when someone is keeping you on track, keeping you honest, then that is a powerful combination with that increased mm. neuroplasticity, decreased uh, default mode network mm. scenario, that the combination is mm -hmm. so, so powerful. So I do love that. Mm -hmm. to make radical change, mm -hmm. uh, that combination is definitely something to explore. Right, right. Well, I think we might call this uh, this uh, uh, particular uh, session, this particular uh, uh, episode, uh, Psychedelics and the Hero's Journey. Mm -hmm. uh, because because I, I do believe that what you're really talking about is going deep, going down the rabbit hole, undoing the damage, really looking at it, accepting yourself, coming back up and then putting in place the changes for the kind of person and the kind of life you want to live and using the kind of things that you're you've been talking about in your book uh to go ahead and amp that up a little bit you know i i i i, I it's a beautiful combination the energy formula and mr sean wells thank you so much oh thank you thank you for being my wingman and interpreter i love it <laughs> <laughs> well i appreciate it That concludes our conversation with Sean Wells, the world's leading nutritional biochemist and expert on health optimization. His insights and practical solutions offer valuable tools for anyone looking to improve their overall health and well-being. Be sure to check out his book, The Energy Formula, and stay updated on his work on his website at seanwells.com. Don't forget, if you'd like to attend the Wonderland Miami 2023 conference, be sure to use our discount code MINDFULNESS20 for 20% off your registration. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindfulness Experience podcast, and we'll see you next time.